Jenny. And Nicole. And it is the last day of school. We're so excited. Yeah, it's been it's been a long last week of school, even though it was only four days. It's long. Especially a lot of the districts got out last week. And so we've been trudging through the last four days and like looking at everybody's summer face. Yeah, they're like, oh, first day of summer. Eat ice cream. We're like, we're still at work. So we're finally done. The seniors got done yesterday. They did their senior sign out, which we'll talk more about in a minute, which Mm. was insanity. Uh, and then today was the last day of finals for underclassmen, and then they got out at 1230, and it's now summer break. We're checking out teachers and their laptops and all that fun technology stuff. We'll be back tomorrow um, just for teacher checkout, but that day is never really that bad. No. We've actually gotten a ton done. We're ready for our summer hours. It's been real. One of the things we thought about with our summer hours, you know, we were, it's kind of a new idea. We're trying it out, seeing if we have kids coming coming in but we're used to like packing everything away and having to like store everything oh, and now man. we're like we don't have to shelve everything we can put out new displays it's just a whole different life yeah, being able to, to like do the that. library always looked so sad i know it made you so depressed we have to clean we clean all the windows off mm-hmm. and we do all this stuff and now it's like nope new window it's like i mean it's like everything is just just gets to stay up and we're really excited um and side note before we get into all our uh school stuff if we sound better it's we have a whole new setup yes uh joe he, he was like you guys need two microphones and you need them to work and we were having issues with one of our microphones and we've contacted the company and hopefully maybe we can get it fixed but knowing joe we always have technology at home so he brought in our uh our microphone that we use when we uh like skype my parents he's like oh I no you guys have an actual microphone for skype oh yeah he's like we have to get we have the best webcam that money could buy two years ago the best microphone money could buy two years ago and so he set it up he came in uh he was off it was an off friday for him today so he came in and set it up so the sound we just practiced it we're like oh my god it sounds so nice we each have our own microphone we don't have to like lean over each other or like get far away it um, sounds so good so if that's why it sounds so much better thank you joe we really we yes, appreciate you your much. your time um but yeah so we we sound better we've survived the week um, some life stuff. So Joe and I have been living through, uh, construction hell. Um, so our, we have a, a small bathroom, our guest bathroom, um, had some tiles coming off. And it's one of those things where when you think the problem is bad and then you start getting into it and the problem just keeps getting worse. Um, so we ended up having to take down all the wallpaper in the bathroom. Our house is, was built in 1984. So the house is as old as I am. Um, and so it's, 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 See, showing its age. It's getting a little, some wrinkles, like, you know, gray hairs are coming through kind of thing. And so uh, we found out that not only had water been getting down through the caulking, that the drywall, they had put tile on drywall instead of on any type of cement board. So I don't know if they didn't have cement board in 1984 and that was a normal thing. Just wasn't a thing. Or if that was a thing, they're like, nobody will notice. It's fine. Um, so the, um, drywall started crumbling and then we found out once we took that off that they had built a, uh, frame for the shower and it had termite damage. Thankfully it was only the frame and not any of the other boards or we would have had a much bigger problem on our hands. So we've spent the last two weeks putting up backer board and then we're like, we're going to get this thing tiled. Heather came over and we we thought we were ready. And it was one of those things. Every time something happened, the problem would always get worse. It would take longer. Like we went to Lowe's. We were at Lowe's for three hours getting stuff. And right when we were about to check out, we had to leave our cart to go get another cart because it was too full. And when we came back, our cart was gone. The cart with all the tile, with all the accessories. And I literally almost like laid down on the floor, floor of Lowe's and cried. Like just, no, I can't do this again. And they were closing in like 20 minutes. So we, luckily we found it a very... Um, 
on the ball employee decided to like clean up the aisles and was going to put stuff away and it was back at customer service but that happened and then the walls wouldn't work right so heather comes over and then the power went out yeah twice last week the power went out so saturday morning heather was supposed or sunday morning heather was Mm -hmm. supposed to come over and the power goes out at 7 30 and we were supposed to get some stuff done before she got there. And so I was texting. I'm like, uh, maybe come at 1130. Uh, maybe 12. Maybe 1230. So she came at 1230. And we actually weren't ready for her to start tiling until about 230. So she got to hang out with Evan, which he loved and she loved. She so. enjoyed it. She was like, man, we watched Pokemon. She called him by the wrong name. It made him mad. They made up. Then she called him by the wrong <laughs> name again. And then and he'd forget her name. Yeah. So it was fine. And then for like probably like 30 minutes, he just held her face in place. So she conceived the Pokemon show, and I mean they bonded. I'm yeah, they're you. they're in. She was like, he crawls up in my lap. He's my best friend. We we have bonded. Yeah. So, so we eventually, and I'm like, oh my head, I'm thinking, oh my god, my kids, my leave her alone. Just leave her alone. She's gonna leave. Nothing's gonna get done. <laughs> but she finally got started tiling. She did a fantastic job. The, our back wall of our shower looks amazing. Now the rest of it, because at some point we're like, we're gonna have to let her go home. She has to work tomorrow. Um, we've been doing ourselves, and we've noticed that, A, we are not great at tiling, <laughs> or B, our walls are crooked. I don't know, but it's kind of like, we just keep reminding ourselves, it's just a guest shower. It'll look okay. It'll look better once there's grout in it. We've made a little forward progress every day, so I'm hoping in the next week or two, it'll be done. It'll be grouted, and then I've got to hire somebody to come in and do, um, not knock down texturing and painting in the trim because I'm not doing that. I no. refuse. So the tile was enough enough home improvement for me. But the bummer is I didn't even want that bathroom done. I didn't even care about that bathroom. If I want my guest bathroom done because my guest or my master bathroom done because mm-hmm. that's the one I hate. The other one was like whatever. It's a guest bathroom. But uh, yeah, so that's it's like that's, getting a new roof. It's expensive and and there's there's no benefit. I mean, I get it. You have a roof over your head. But there's no, like, aesthetic benefit to it. Yeah, I mean, I think once it's painted and once it's done, done, and has all the accessories, because I I get to pick out a new faucet and I get to pick out new, like, towel bars and stuff like that, that I'll be okay with. When it's done, done, I'll be excited. But it's still Mm -hmm. just a guest bathroom. Like, I don't ever use that bathroom, so I'm like, meh. So that's that's been our lives. That's what we've been doing. I am not doing any home improvements. I'm going to be a renter for the rest of my life. After, after this one, I'm like, why? Why did we buy this house? Why can't we just rent a house? Let's just always rent a house. Every so. time Heather Heather really wants to buy a house, and every time she brings it up, I'm like, you know what? When... You just use our house as the example. Yes. Like, see? See what they had to do? I, this, or I guess it was this past, this past summer. Our shower, like, literally started leaning. It was going to fall through the second floor. And I was like, we don't even have to worry about it. Just called somebody. He was weird. He came over, and all we had to do was put up with him for a couple of days, and it was fixed, and we didn't have to pay for it. So, I I mean, I don't know. I'm a lifelong renter, even though Heather would just die if she knew I was saying that. But uh, we are getting a new washer and dryer. Which That's I'm exciting. I'm really excited about, because we have front loaders, which I had to have. I was like, I must have front loaders. We bought them like five years ago, and I hate them. I hate them so much with a passion. I look at them with like <laughs> seething I anger. Hate them. Nobody tells you in the beginning that front loaders stink. Yeah, you have to like leave the door open. And I was Heather and I were talking about this when she was there while we were waiting on Joe to do something. And uh, our problem is if we wash anything that has dog hair on it, especially Hope, we have a lab retriever mix, and her hair sticks to everything, and you have to like scoop in and around that yes. like plastic lip gross thing it's, it's just yeah i 
I hate If them. I could go, I mean, I, my wash and dryer work. They're fine. When they die, I'll probably go back to yeah. one and that's what we did. Again. The dryer gave us an error, and I was like, thank you. I am <laughs> so done. And Heather was like, do you think we should buy a new one? And I literally was like, I already bought them. I bought them right now on my phone. I'm sorry. And she was like, okay. So we're going to get a new washer and dryer, which I'm so excited about. I mean, I don't mind doing laundry. I really yeah, don't. Yeah, that's, I don't mind doing laundry. It's no. the folding and putting away that's always yeah. the. For me, it's just looking at the front loaders because I <laughs> hate them and I want to punch them. So we're getting rid of them. I did realize because I have pedestals that I'm like a pack rat and I pulled so much stuff, like 75,000 Walmart bags. <laughs> I was like, where am I going to store these now? I don't can't hide them. Yeah, like my. Shame. Just what's nice about having drawer things with drawers and cabinets because yeah. you can just hide everything. And I have very old halogen bulbs. I don't know where they came from. I also have a shoebox that says Bruce on the top of it, which is my dad's name, and it's full of tea lights, and they're very old. So I'm assuming they were tea lights from like <laughs> his younger days, and then somehow I acquired them, and I was like, I must keep all these old tea lights. I don't even know if they'll light. So, but I still have them. I mean, I didn't get rid of them. I was like, I mean, we might need. 100 tea lights. You never know. The power might go out. We might need these. We yeah. just need tiny. Or we just want to, like, you know, we're throwing some kind of a party where we just need, like, 100 weird tiny candles <laughs> that will burn out very quickly. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're just waiting on a new washer and dryer. I'm just ready for summer. I'm yes. It's like ready. today. And one of the bad things about in this district is not only today is the official last day for the kids, but we have to work one more day. This year, it's on a Saturday, which is a bummer. Next year, it's on a Monday, which might be even more of a bummer because it's like, it it's is. done and weekend, but now I have to go back to work on Monday. So I don't know which is worse. Like, I think they're both equally bad. I probably prefer the Saturday because mm -hmm. it's just so much more relaxed. It's real chill. Mm -hmm. uh, people bring their kids up here. I mean, they just are here because they have to be here. They need a few more signatures. They Everybody's need... wearing, like, sweatpants. You get to see teachers, like, <laughs> dressed in their grungiest clothes. Yeah, you're like, like oh, like, like, yeah, it's kind of cool. And then people... In some years, people have brought their dogs with them. This doesn't happen every year. Yeah. We had a couple of years ago. We had an AP who was super, super dog, like dog lover, and she would bring her dogs, and other people would bring their dogs. But it doesn't happen. Any I haven't seen it happen. In a while. I need to bring Maria, especially yeah. because it hasn't rained that much. But we have some mushrooms that grow in our backyard, <laughs> and Maria is fascinated with them. And she goes out there and just licks them. She doesn't even eat them. She just licks them, and she refuses to come inside. So every morning, I've had to go pick her up. When she's back in the back corner of the yard licking those mushrooms. And so It's like an Alice in Wonderland type moment so right there. Weird. I looked it up and it said one percent of mushrooms are toxic and then I like compared the picture and I I mean I don't think they're toxic. I love that you did the librarian thing to like research that. <laughs> I looked it up. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. She's not gonna grow three it. sizes. And if there were like signs to look for, so I told my sister, I was like, Hey, if you know Maria's eyes turn yellow and she starts stumbling then she's like, there's something wrong. Then to grab a mushroom out of the yard, take it to the vet's office, so yes, they'll know what she ate. Know. Yeah. But uh, maybe I should bring her up here so she won't just like lick on those. Oh, and well, <laughs> I, my kids are coming in the morning. Joe's like, oh, they're bringing yeah. the kids tomorrow. So, so yeah, that's been. Well, we're ready for summer. We're ready for summer hours. Mm -hmm. We've heard a lot of kids. Actually, some of our seniors are like, I'm coming back for summer yeah, hours. We're like, sweet, that. awesome. So. Uh, which kind of feeds into what we want to talk about with senior sign-out. So the process we do here at school is that they get this, this – all the seniors get this form. We call it the senior scavenger hunt because they have to go get all these signatures. Not because it's fun. Not because it's fun, <laughs> just because we wanted to give it a fun name it's to make it sound less miserable. 
for everyone. Um, so they have to get signatures to show they don't owe money. So they got to get signatures to show they don't owe textbooks, library books, laptop stuff. Um, if they took didn't take an AP test and they were supposed to, there's a restocking fee, all this stuff. So they give them the forms. They And they basically, this year, they're just like, go, be free. There was, like, no real organization to it. No. And so we probably had, I mean, there's what, there's over 520 seniors, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, so a lot of kids. And so literally, I guess all in their mind, the first thing they thought of was, let's go to the library. Because it felt like we got everybody all at once. Like all it wasn't like everybody. And most of the time when we saw their forms, we were the, we were their first signatures. Well, so and everybody. And we were probably like, the longest line. Y'all's line was so long. Why was your line so long? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We saw, see all the kids just like you do. Yeah. But they, well, they said textbook was bad, too. They said, but they had four mm-hmm. people. That was so. That, what happened with our line is there's two of us, so we're doing library stuff, and for the most part, most of the kids were clear because we checked them during laptop, um, laptop mm-hmm. collection. So a lot of the kids had cleared stuff up then. So we were moving the line pretty fast. We could get through kids, but when they got to Cat, then she's just her checking, and a lot of kids still had cases and chargers and, and stuff like that. Entire laptop. When yeah. I would see a kid walking with the laptop, I was like, man. You are going to ruin our system. You're going to hold up Kat's line. It's going to mess up our line. And then with lines, apparently the kids have been in li- making lines their whole lives. Since kindergarten, they've been b- getting in lines, and they literally can't make a line. They were making a cluster. They were cutting in front crazy. of each other. So finally, I was like, you know what? Two of us working is too fast. It's going to make a huge backup for Kat. So I just literally stood at the door. I'm like, yeah, move over here. The line goes here. The line goes here. And then I stood at the door and I would like let five kids in and the line would move and kids would come out because they weren't letting kids out. They literally were like a human fire hazard right in front of the door because we only have one door. We don't have a double door to come in. We have one door. So they were like standing there. Nobody could get out. So I basically spent the majority of the time just directing traffic. So we had that going on. So for like two and a half hours straight, it was just insanity. It was crazy. And then we did have, which one of the cool things is we have friends of ours that are uh, voter registrars and they came in and they were like, their eyes got real big and they're like, whoa, this is crazy. Um, And so they came in and they were registering seniors who uh, had turned 18 after we did our last voter registration, which was in January. Um, and so we ha- we handed out a bunch of mailers because they this whole thing started earlier than we had anticipated it starting. So we were handing out mailers, and then they came in and they registered. So they said they got 41 registered, like with them, and we probably handed out probably 40 to 50 mailers. At least. So yeah. we we did we think we did a not as well as we would have liked. It wasn't organized as well as we would have liked, but we know we got kids registered to vote. So for us, that was a huge thing. So it was the plus side of, of senior uh, yeah. scavenger hunt signing. but And we get to see every senior. Yeah. So kids that we really love, we get to see kids that we don't really like, we get to see. But nobody was really like unfriendly. No, we didn't have a real, because we've had years where kids are real surly. They got surly with Kat on some stuff, but with us, they were pretty good. Like Again, because most of their accounts were clear, so they yeah. weren't having to argue. I did have one kid who owed, uh, well, he owed like $5, but we were cutting it in half. And so I literally was just like, you owe us $2. It was $2. And the kid didn't have his wallet. And he was like, so you're telling me you won't sign my form without the $2? And I was like, um, yes. That is what I'm telling you. And at that point, I was like, oh, I'm fighting this to the end. Because <laughs> I'm holding on. giving me attitude. And we are, I mean, we've talked, we talked about this last time. It's The money is not a huge deal to us. But... The fact that that kid was going to just, like, really dig his feet into the ground. I over, was like, two, over $2. Let's go, kid. 
Yeah. I, I can be petty about $2 too. Yeah. And the, part of it is we can't take card or check. So it's like cash only. Kids are like pulling out their wallets with their debit cards. And I'm like, sorry, I, it has to be cash. So I'm like, so I got here at 730 this morning. I was like, because they had to be in line ready at the auditorium to go take the bus over to TCU for graduation at 8 a.m. So I'm like, I'll get here at 730 so I can get those last minute kids who need to come in and uh, pay. And I think I had like five. So. Yeah. And it, and we have all of our seniors are done yeah. that we can see and every senior has turned their laptop in and I always feel like better about that. Yeah, that always feels good. When and we-, we had the best thing happen. We had a girl who was a senior who couldn't find her laptop 2 years ago and she never reported it and if the kids don't report them then they it's they have to pay for them. So yeah. they if they are upfront and report that they're they're lost then we file a police report. It gets taken care of. But if they don't, then it's on them. And they and them. they sign the thing saying that when they get the laptop. Yeah. And so she owed for her laptop from sophomore year six hundred and sixteen dollars, and she was paying on it. And it was just painful to watch. Really sweet kid. And then somebody brought that laptop in. It had been in a teacher's classroom for two years. Yeah. But all of us were so excited. For Kat to call her in so we can see <laughs> Kat tell her that she doesn't have to pay for it. I mean, and that she gets all that money back. Yeah, she, so she's already paid like $200 yeah. on it. Yeah. So there that was some exciting That was a happy thing. So, yeah, so senior sign out, it got done, it was over. And then what was funny is if the, some of the kids played the game right because they just didn't come see us. They got everybody else. They just waited until our line was normal, like a few people in it, and they just popped in. It took real quick, and then they were gone. Mm-hmm. It's like that's how you play it. You know, when that line looks like that, go get other signatures because other lines can't be as long as ours was right. because it was two, you know, it was two lines technically. And some kids aren't required to go to certain places. Yeah. So go to the shortest lines first and then come and see us. But – a That's lot not, of kids don't get that. About 400 kids. Did not, not get, get that it. at all. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's, we do like, there is benefits to that day. It's nice for our Destiny account. It gets a lot of core novels oh, back yeah. in. It gets a lot of their fines cleared. We use what we use that money for for the next year. We're like, thank you, seniors. You have funded our library budget yes. for next year. So we really appreciate you. Um, so that part is nice. And then mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's miserable while you're in it, but then when it's over, you're like, oh, that's yeah, done. It's nice. And you can just kind of take a breath. So, um, it was, and you know, senior sign out kind of signifies to me that like the year is over. Yeah. When that and happens, you know, it's like, it's you're right summer. there. Um, and so we talked last time about our summer plans and how excited we are. Um, but we also are going to be doing I mean, we're going to have our library summer hours, but we are always kind of like thinking about new things to do in the library over the summer. And one of the ways that we're going to do that this summer is through Twitter stalking. Yes. So Twitter stalking, if, if that sounds worse than it is. So basically, you just when you can't go to a conference, because we know as school librarians, we don't get to go to a lot of conferences. Like we were, we've been very lucky in the past that we get to go to TLA. Uh, we got to go to AASL this year, which was the first time we'd ever got to go to an out-of-state conference and potentially the only time we've ever ever get to go to an out-of-state yeah, conference. Yeah, I know. Um, we should have savored that moment. I know, if we, if we had only known. <laughs> but um, so a lot of times when you can't go to a conference – Twitter is like the best place to go to look for what's going on at that conference, who's speaking. Um, pres- a lot of times they'll share presentations, especially the technology conferences. So like in Texas, we have TCEA 
every February uh, in Austin. And that one is so good about sharing. If you have any presentation and you can't be there, like somebody's like, oh, I'm in this awesome session and this is the title. You'll be like, hey, can you share the link to the presentation? And they will tweet you back the Google shortened link or whatever to it. And you just can get so much stuff. Or even if you're at a conference and you're Twitter stalking, you can get, it's like being able to be in multiple sessions at once. So this summer, there's two really big educational conferences going on. If you're not aware, there's ISTE which is like the National Teacher Technology Conference. Uh, and it's in Chicago. And we're super, super, super jealous that we, you know, are that we don't get to go. We're not jealous. We want to go so badly. Yeah. ISTE stands for International Society for Technology and Education. So, so basically, it's just like every cool thing across the entire globe that's going on in going on. teacher education and technology. And so it, they're it's always so cool. the coolest new, basically like, Sites that have been out for a while, that's where they're going to pre- – anything in EdTech, that's where they're going to premiere it. If anything new is coming out in EdTech, it's going to come out at ISTE. Uh, it's like the Comic-Con for educational technology without all the dressing up. Um, so there, if you – so the hashtag, the official hashtag is uh, ISTE18, I-S-T-E-18, just one eight. Um, so if you go into Twitter and you just search that – you're going to see any tweet where the person at the conference is using that hashtag. And they and always so, encourage you to use that Yeah, hashtag. they use that. Yeah, because even if you and if you go in there and you go to reply, like if you were at the conference, it'll add the hashtag in automatically to your whatever you're tweeting, and then you just add everything else. So we're definitely going to be checking out what's going on at ISTE 18 this year because I bet you there's going to be some really cool ed tech stuff that's mm-hmm. coming out. And that's when they – no, it's going to ALA is when they're going to announce the new ASL um, school websites of the year. Oh, we're so excited. So that's the other big conference that's coming out is uh, ALA in, uh, it's in New Orleans. It's New Orleans. And, you know, I got the ALA magazine yesterday. Have you looked at it? I haven't yet, yeah. Okay, so I wasn't going to open it up because it was like, cool, things to see in New Orleans. And I was like, I'm not Bitter and angry. But I opened it up just to look at it. And they have this list of restaurants. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Nicole, and I would like all these but they also have an article about inclusive restaurants. And they compiled, I was like, my, Heather was like, this is such a librarian thing to do. They compiled a list of restaurants that are owned by minorities, women, and members of the LGBT community. That is so cool. I, I had was, no idea. It's the coolest thing ever. And I was That should be yesterday. for every city. There should be yes. a list like that for every city. And I turned to Heather and our... It was either Heather or Katie, somebody who had rolled their eyes at me. I turned and I was like, librarians are very aware. And I think it was my sister. She was like, well, I mean, yeah, you guys like read a ton. So I guess you need to be aware. And I was like, we're socially aware. Okay. I just wanted people to know that. I was like, I thought that was the coolest. That is so cool. They should do that. You know what? We should tell Jennifer Laboon, if you're listening, we should do that in Austin for TLA. Ne- yes. For next year. There should and there's be- so many places. In Austin that would fit into that category. We yes. should make that list. So, mm-hmm. Mendez, if you're listening, Jennifer, get on that for your yeah. next meeting. When you're in, Ju- in July, when you guys are having your... Um, yes. Like a cool list of places to eat and just inclusive places. I have the name of a popsicle cart owned <laughs> by my former childhood crush. <laughs> and it's, they're good popsicles. I mean, I, it has nothing to do with, <laughs> with my, my crush. But... Uh, there's yeah, there's so many cool places to eat in Austin. Yeah, that would be an awesome list. So yes. we're gonna we're gonna make sure that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then you know who's speaking? Who like the headliner speaker? ALS. We pulled up the website so we could make sure we got the hashtag right. Flipping Michelle Obama. It's so like. And then Viola Davis. Which yes, I can't. 
I, okay, so when I saw that, I was like, if I called Heather and told her that right now, I feel like she would purchase us tickets to ALA because that is her idol. I mean, she loves her so much. And I'm a clapper. I clap for the TV and it always annoys people. And Heather's always like, that's so stupid. But she claps every time Viola Davis comes out. She's like, excellent. excellent. <laughs> she loves her. So. so it's going to be an amazing conference. And at that conference, even though if Michelle Obama and Viola Davis is not enough, is when they announce every year they do the AAS, AASL best websites um, of the year, best websites, best web tools. And that's where we get a lot of our ideas. Literally, we, that's when we were like, we need some ed, some tech tools to throw into the episode. We were like, what haven't we, what haven't, what was on last year's list that we haven't actually played with? What have we not looked at? So that's the ones we're going to talk about at the end. We got them off of the 2017 list. But the 2018 list is going to drop uh, during a- ALA and we are going to be on it. So we're going to be Twitter stalking that as well. Not only just because we want to see all the amazing pictures and tweets about uh, Michelle Obama and Viola Davis, but we just want to be jealous yes. and angry. <laughs> so the hashtag for that is ALAAC18. ALAAC18. So when you guys um, need ideas for um, for stuff, stuff, new stuff to learn and new stuff to do, Twitter is where we go. Like that literally, if we can't go to other types of programs or other types of conferences, Twitter is great. Like this year we didn't get to go to TCEA and we were Twitter stalking TCEA the whole yeah. time. And, we'll be and you know, we were like, eh, we've gone to TCEA like multiple years in a row where we feel like we're a little burnt out. And then when we followed oh my Twitter, gosh we there like, was so much stuff going on so we missed cool i think this stuff. year was like an extra like extra year like mm-hmm. it was just really good yeah. um so maybe we just missed out but and then what's funny is um what we noticed with this year's tla is that librarians are not they like to tweet like about good quotes that they hear at sessions or things like that but they don't tweet so much like the resources and so one of the things we like about ISTE and TCA is they tend to tweet out more like here is the actual presentation this is what I'm seeing right now this is what they've shared uh, which is really where you learn a lot because anytime we something see something cool our first instinct is who can use this which teacher is gonna think this is awesome because yeah. today she's gonna in just a second talk about one of these um, really cool tech tools that was in last year's list the ASL list um, we were like, who would use this? And we thought of some teachers like right off the bat who would think that it was super cool. So, yeah. um, and I actually uh, was telling what teachers are turning their laptops in or checking them out for the summer with us. So we're, we see every teacher. Um, so when one came in, I was like, oh, this is perfect timing. I have the best tool for you to use next year. I want to tell you about it now. So you're thinking about it. Cause you know, I mean, teachers do the majority of their planning during the summer. And so they're, yeah, we're, n- we're never off work. That's the thing. Like, no. it's like summer break is not summer break. It just means we don't have to get up as early and we can stay in our pajamas right. on certain days. Um, but, yeah, we're always thinking about what are we going to do next year? What new content do we have? And mm-hmm. as librarians, we're like, you know, we want to know what the new books that came out that summer are. We want to know what we can recommend to our students. And we want to know what tech tools have come out, especially because that list comes out in the summer. We want to, like, be in the know and know what to share with our teachers as yeah. soon as we can figure it out. Sometimes we email them in the summer. We're like, oh, we just saw this. And yeah. we send it to them because we get super excited about it. So we went and looked at the old list and – found a couple things that we really haven't messed with a ton. Um, and uh, and so we've got a couple each to, to share with you that we've been playing with. Um, one of the ones that I got, that I looked at was Duolingo, which I think a lot of people have probably heard about. Because of the app. Cause yes. Yeah. And I didn't even know that. I went home to my sister and I was like, Katie, 
have you heard of Duolingo? I'm, uh, I'm taking this like Spanish class and I already got the overachiever badge. And she was <laughs> like, wow, that was made for you. And she's like, but yeah, I've heard of that. I have the app. And I was like, oh, do you have the overachiever badge? Which she doesn't. That's, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But she knew all about the app. She was like really into it. Um, and though, but the, I love the website. So I got the app because I need to keep going. So yeah. I get more badges. But um, see, the whole I, badge system was made for you. It's definitely yes, your like tool. I, you know what? Every time my watch gives me a new badge or like at the beginning of every month, you know, it'll say like, your your the May challenge was to double your move goal five times on the Apple Watch, and all you do is literally get a little badge. It's grayed out, and then it lights up when you get it. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> I need so that. So then badge. I doubled my move goal for the whole month because I wanted to see if I got a like extra badge. I didn't, but I thought maybe I would. So yeah, I love the badging. So if you're like teaching small children, yeah. they are like. Kids love like, badges. Yeah, that's why some of those um, class dojo is such a huge mm-hmm. thing with the elementary kids because they get all those badges and they love that they're when they do good things, their parents send they gets messages back to their parents that you know that your, your kid had a really good day and they did a, you know they helped a friend and you get this stuff back, which you know as a parent is cool because you're like, oh my kid was good today because yeah. you know on some days you're like just hoping that you don't get a phone call home for another An reason. Angry badge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's a uh, it's just so cool. I so I signed up. I signed up for Spanish. I took a pretest that basically was like, hey, what do you know? You might be able to test out of things. Um, and I didn't test out of anything, which I was like, oh, well, what? Thanks. Which is shameful. College. I took like College Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> and I watch a lot of Spanish television, but I'm, I'm not that good at like producing it myself. So like I'll watch telenovelas all day long. But if somebody asked me to respond to it, I'd be like, I don't, I can't. Um, so then you just start taking all these lessons and you have to write things in English and write things in Spanish. Then eventually you have to speak into a microphone and it's, it's fun and it starts out easy. And if you get a question wrong, that question shows up again and again and again and again, um, throughout your daily practice. I'm on travel right now. So I'm learning how, um, I'm learning that the word for train is el train. So there's that. <laughs> Start you off on the easy ones. <laughs> um, and you're just learning like all these different things. And I love that it's grouped like that. Um, and then it'll give me like a sentence in Spanish and I have to write it in English. And I can always hover over the word to see what the word means at this point. Cause I'm at like a lower level. Um, but I just, I feel like it has refreshed my memory of things that I learned. Um, but it also is making me feel more comfortable to actually write in Spanish. And um, and it always, like, tells you, hey, don't forget your accents, things like that, that I forget all the time. So it's called Duolingo. Um, it's incredible. I just, it's such a cool tool for younger kids and for older kids and for adults. Yeah, I mean, like, it's one of those, if you want to learn a new language, start here with this. If you mm-hmm. want kids to learn a language, but they're not in a, their school doesn't have, like, a dual language program, they can do Duolingo. If, if you have a kid in freshman Spanish 1 and they're struggling, use this. I mean, it ha- I mean, it basically covers all age ranges, all ability levels. Yeah. And it just, and it looks nice. Like, it's well-programmed. It's visually it's pretty. really pretty. And you can learn Spanish, French, German, Italian, Portuguese, Russian, Japanese. Oh my gosh, there's so many. I was going to read them all out loud. And <laughs> She's scrolling down I'm and going, oh, wait, that's a lot. Never mind. Klingon. Uh, Klingon. That is so cool. I, it's just, 
it is so cool and it's just very visually appealing um i would highly highly recommend it um for anybody who wants to learn a language I'd, I mean, it's never too late to learn a language. No. Is it harder as an adult? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely never uh, too late. Here's another cool thing that you can do. When you go to your language courses, you can also say, so I speak English, so that's what I put. But I can say that I speak French, and it's going to, there's English for French speakers, Spanish for French speakers. So, I mean, and then there are so So this would be great for our languages. ESL kids, too, yes. because then you would just swap it and do... Spanish to English, yes. and they can do that as a refresher for their classes yeah. too. Because we have a lot of kids who are, um, they're ESL, ELL uh, learners, and they're they can speak fairly good English, like conversationally, but their academic level is not as high. And so this could be something that would be good for them too. Yes, totally. Um, so what I found is one called listenwise.com and what it is, is, and it's kind of funny cause we're podcasting and this is actually how to use podcasts in the classroom. So when the day came where most districts finally unblocked YouTube and it was like this miracle thing that happened because now kids can watch videos, all the stuff on YouTube, um, we kind of ignored the, the fact that you have all these really amazing podcasts from different sources about all kinds of topics that you could have kids listen to because one of the things we always say kids can't do is they can't listen they never listen they don't I give them directions they don't listen it's because we don't really work on their auditory um learning skills like how to listen and then produce they listen to you teach but then you're supposed to teach and then they're supposed to read something together but we don't necessarily train them so well on the um the listening, you know, how to listen to something that you doesn't have any other, no, no visuals, no written, just, just auditory. Um, and so podcasts are great for that. So it's listenwise.com and they have all these pre-made lessons and podcasts that fit within different, um, things that you might be learning about in your class. So there's like one about, um, they have like a section for ELA. So you can click view all and they have all the different ones. They have like animal farm and satire. So there's an entire, podcasts and a lot of them are from NPR which so you know NPR is amazing um so a lot of them are from like really legit sources they have great information they have different uh tags and like see teachers join for free and then you can embed um the different audio it it works really well with Google it's like very Google uh classroom friendly but you can use it even if you don't have Google but you can listen to the whole podcast it has questions that go along with it it has um, scaffolding levels. It tells you what the language challenge is. So like with Animal Farm, you might teach that. You know, our freshmen here used to learn do Animal Farm. I don't know if they do anymore. Um, but it gives you so much information. It's like basically a pre-done lesson embedding a uh, podcast into your, into your teaching, which is so cool. Um, and they have it not just for ELA. They have it for um, science, social studies. It's just super cool. Um, and then you can also, like I said, these pull a lot from NPR. Not all the podcasts are NPR. But then if you go to NPR, they actually have their own podcast directory as well. So if you're not finding what you want listen-wise, you can always go to NPR and search their podcast directory yeah. and see if they have anything in there that you can then And NPR um, truly has some of the best podcasts ever. I mean, This American Life is, if you do not listen to This American Life, it is one of my favorites. Just prepare yourself. I usually cry every episode. <laughs> um, it's so good. It's just, it's fantastic. And I, I think Listen Wise is so cool because podcasts are interesting. And I love podcasts and I always learn a ton, but I'm also really entertained. And so I think it's so cool to show kids that like you can 
learn things, but also be entertained same, at the same, same time. time. Um, and, and I think that Listen Wise kind of introduces them to that. And then um, it kind of segues perfectly because yeah. the other website that I looked at is called Class Hook. Um, class, like your classroom, and hook, like a fish hook. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I explained it like that. but um, And basically, it's just this whole database of videos and clips from popular television shows and movies that oh, can open up a lesson for you. It's so cool. So I went to Class Hook and just typed in To Kill a Mockingbird, and it brought up um, the best part ever where Atticus is in the um, courtroom and he gives that speech about how he disapproves of racism and he does the whole all men are created equal speech. Oh my gosh. And it's so good. Um, But what I love about it is it pulled it up and it said, okay, this video is two minutes and 45 seconds long. It's got a tag saying that you can use it in middle school or high school. It's also got a tag that says it's language language arts because it talks about literary devices in a monologue. And it also is good for law because it talks about steps in a court trial and a closing argument. So I looked up something super specific, but I could also just look up like similes and it's going to bring up any video that's tagged. So the first thing it brought up was Shrek, that one minute clip where Donkey talks about how ogres are like onions because they have layers. It's perfect. And the kids recognize Shrek and they know it. It brought up a a clip from A Knight's Tale. It brought up a clip from Aladdin. It brought up it brought up all of these different clips. Now there are some that you have to create an account to see, and the account is free. You just have to like go through that go process. Through the process. Yeah. But I can also say, okay, I need I need this to be for high school. I need the clip to be three to four minutes, um, and I can't have any profanity. And then you can uh, you can kind of go through and filter. Now, generally, a high school clip will potentially have more profanity than a clip that's already tagged for a kindergartner. And I mean, usually <laughs> well, yeah, we kind of let that slide. But um, it's just really cool, and it's very easy to uh, to curate to work for you. So um, it's Class Hook. We'll put it on the website, of course. But it's just it's something that I wish I would have had when I was a teacher. Because I spent hours looking on youtube for things well yeah and we had it was funny we had a teacher who taught her last taught her for a long time before taught her last year she's moved away now but she used to she taught economics and there was a save by the bell clip that she really wanted to show which she couldn't find on youtube and she like ended up buying the like one of the seasons on dvd so she could show that one part it'd be really cool whereas if maybe that clip wouldn't be on there but if she had looked for other clips that explain the same economics thing that maybe she would have been able to use that as well yeah. and that was the one that you were telling the teacher about today uh-huh um, yeah he's gonna teach psychology and i was like oh man i got stuff for you i got the website for you so um yeah it's really cool i was just curious i i looked up economics it's got 32 options um one from parks and rec <laughs> one from the simpsons seinfeld i mean Come on. There's yeah. so many good ones. It's just, I want to watch all of these. DuckTales, Leave it to Beaver. So yeah. it's fantastic. So check that one out. That's one that you you literally have to do nothing but give your teachers that web address, and then they think that you're Yeah, they think you're a genius. They're like, that was the coolest thing ever. 
Um, and so the last one I have is a little bit different. It's more of a kind of a formative assessment game maker type one. It's called Bamboozled, but it's Bamboozle, but it has two A's. So it's like Bamboozle. Get to accentuate that extra A. So it's B-A-A-M-B-O-O-Z-L-E.com. And basically it is, um, you can create these quizzes, you put in the information. It's, it's a lot of review stuff. But the really cool thing is that the kids can do it too. The kids can sign up for free accounts with their student email. With um, And I think it's Google friendly too. I haven't played that much with that part of it. But most things, most are. things are Google friendly. Um, and so they have some pre-made games where it's like Industrial Revolution, Science and Jobs. And they have even ones for little kids, like counting one to ten. Can you guess the correct number? And so then you click on it, and then it has these different pictures. And it's asking, like, how many turtles? And you have the kid count how many turtles. So you can see you can create these basically like flashcards. So you as a teacher can create them and then assign them to the students. Or the students, you can assign the students to create accounts and make their own review games and then when you actually go to play the game it mixes it all up for you they have a jeopardy style game you can do where it comes up on the screen and it pops up and they you click whether they got it right or wrong so you could do it as a whole class review uh the kids can do it in groups and have them review each other and it can go from being you know fairly basic things like how many dogs are in this picture that is one dog so i click on it and then he says you know did you did you get that right or wrong and then you can um, decide, but it's got so many cool feature games for all different levels. I mean, there's a lot of different tools that do this too, but this one is really easy to use. It's a free account to set up. It's nice looking. It's nice looking. There's one on Harry Potter trivia. Um, so there's lots of stuff it can be used for uh, different, I mean, all curriculum levels, all ages. Um, and you just basically add in a picture, add in a question, and then you can tell how much you want it to be worth. So, like, if it's an easy question, it can be worth five points. If it's a hard question, it can be worth 30 points. So then the kids can kind of add up points. So there's, like, that competitiveness to it, which is really good if you're doing it in, like, a full class um, scenario. So there's one, like, who are these famous people? So there's just different pictures, and it's, like, who is this famous composer? Pretty sure that's Beethoven. So I would guess that one. And if I got it right, I'd get 20 points. And they have another picture of Martin Luther King, who's his famous leader. If I got that right, it's 15 points. So you can kind of adjust the points based on the the um, intensity of the question. So it's really cool new. I mean, new to us. I'm not sure how long it's been out there, but it was on the 2017 list. Just another tool. You know, we always talk about tech tools are like tools in your tool belt. Are they all going to work for everything? No. Yeah. Are you going to like them all? No. But there's going to be something in there for everybody if you look hard enough. Right. So this is something that might be good for quick review, for vocabulary review, things like that, where they don't need – it doesn't have to be open-ended questions. It doesn't have to be essay questions. It can just be stuff that you need them to know so you can move on yeah, to the next thing. Yeah, and you want them to do it in a fun way. Yeah, and, and maybe they're tired of some of the other – they're tired of Kahoot or they're tired of something else. This is just We're another – uh, Sorry, Kahoot. Um, <laughs> do you think that they got their name from that episode of Friends? Do you remember that episode? Where oh, where they try to make the game art. No, it's Joey is auditioning to be a game show host, and he's like, "Welcome to Bamboozle." Oh, I didn't even think about that. And they play for forever, and then he's it like, has the craziest rules. And then when he actually shows up for the audition, like, "Oh no, we changed all the rules. It's just a general quiz show." He's like, "But," and, and it was, was something so about yeah. I just love how they play through that whole game. And then he, Joey's like, "Do you want a wicked Wango card?" And then Ross pulls a wicked Wango card. And he's like, you've been bamboozled, you lose. And he was like, what is this game? <laughs> when you first showed me that website, I was like, oh, a little friend's reference. I hope that's I hope I is. hope that's what it is. That yeah. would be super cool if yeah. it was. So, um, But yeah, so that's another cool one that we hadn't heard of until we went through last year's list. But yeah. hopefully there'll be some new stuff. One of the things I do love about the ASL is, so one of their goals is that the tools are either free 
or they're freemium, so they've got at least a functional amount of free things before you have to pay for any type of membership or whatever. Um, and so if a website, you know, goes goes away, no long, you know, when, when they're like, this website will no longer be updated, or if they go to a almost a pure pay platform, they'll say websites um, lost but not forgotten, and it'll be across the bottom. So any website that they had mentioned the, that year or previous years that has gone away or is now like a, almost a total pay site, they're like, we don't endorse this one anymore because of this. Yeah. Either they abandon them. Yeah. So I like that because sometimes if you go back and previously, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then you look at the bottom and you're like, oh, that's not a thing anymore. Right. So it keeps you updated. Because that's the thing with – one of the things that kind of gets on me, like annoys me about some teachers is that they're like – they find this thing that they love. It's their favorite thing ever. It's the best. And then, you know what? They, it go, either goes away because not enough people are using it or they can't afford to keep it as free as it was before. I mean, that's the whole Padlet drama is they're like, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to have to pay for that. And I get it. We're teachers. We don't make that much money. But you, have, you know, then you have to be flexible. Find something else that does the same thing. There are so many ed tech tools yes. out there that you don't have to be like, I will only use this one thing. No, I can't use anything else. Changing. I mean, and you also have to keep changing because kids will get bored. Yeah. But also, kids will get smarter and Kahoot. <laughs> Learn that lesson the hard way. Craziest things with Kahoot now that I've ever seen in my life because they can hack in. They can and hack else. into it and end the game and do crazy things. So it's like you have to keep changing. So hopefully we can help that. Yeah, because we have teachers that, I guess, was two years ago when class jump finally was like we aren't a thing anymore. And teachers Mm -hmm. were like lost their minds because they had kept all their stuff on class jump. Mm -hmm. Or when or a lot of teachers still use Edmodo, which is fine. But the district has other options in the Google classrooms and things like that. But some of them are very much like, no, this is the thing I use. And you're like, okay, But at some point it may not be a thing you can use anymore. So you can't like marry that kind of no. thing because you have to be able to know that eventually it could go away. Is Edmodo the one that um, has like the add-ons like Moodle and Poodle? I don't remember. We had a teacher No, Edmodo is the one that's supposed to be like Facebook for schools. That was its oh, big selling yeah. point. So it looks a lot like Facebook. And it's still free for teachers. That's one of their big things is like, well, we're, we're going to stay free, which is why. But one of the district level wise, it's because it doesn't have the security. Uh-huh. You don't have it like it's learning or... Right. Or Moodle or some of the I other LMSs the, where you have to, like, log in. I mean, it, you have it. It's more secure. And the teacher came in and was like, I'm doing this. Like, she was doing coursework for her master's. And she was like, it's on Moodle. And I have to use this recording app called Poodle. And <laughs> I thought that she was pranking us. It was like, that's not real. But it was. It was called Moodle and Poodle. And I... I was like, sometimes when it, same thing with bamboozle, which means that bamboozle spell the regular way was taken, so they had to come up with something else. But they always come up with weird, some ed tech tools and things like that always come up with weird names. When you said that it had two A's, I was like, maybe there's a sheep. It's like, it's like, it's fun. There's like their mascot. But it's not. It's not a sheep. It's like a smiley face. So, no, they they missed an opportunity. I know. Bamboozled if you're out there. Change your logo to a sheep because we think that goes way better. So. All right, but so that's kind of the, what we had to share when after ALA and ISTE are over, because they're right about the same time. They're really close End to each June. other. Um, we'll definitely do a podcast about, like, what, we've what learned. we learned, what we what we got out of Twitter stalking. If you have time and you're not on vacation or you're in vac- on vacation and you, like, want to be on your laptop, um, I would highly suggest Twitter stalking. We'll yes. put the hashtags up on the website, too, so you'll know what to look for if you're new to the Twitter stalking habit yeah, for we'll educational development. Yeah, we'll share some stuff that we yeah. find and then – like Nicole said, we'll talk about it on our uh, summer one podcast. Of our summer podcast episodes. 
We'll be tanner. We'll be well rested. Mm. Or we'll be yeah. just back from a 14 hour or 14, yeah. 1400 mile trip to yeah. Ohio. We'll be sunburned. Yeah. Very tired. One or the other. But. Um, no.